this is something we have done in the past as a sing-along. So if you know it and you feel like singing it, then by all means, it ain't not gonna bother me. <laughs> responsible for the life I am having. I am responsible for me. I am responsible for the life I am having. And I create a life that's good. I am responsible for the world that I am seeing. Responsible for me. I am responsible for the world that I'm seeing, and I choose to see what's good. I am responsible for the thoughts I'm holding. I am responsible for me. Responsible for the thoughts I'm holding, I make the choice to think of good. I am responsible for the way I am living, I am responsible for me, I am responsible for the way I'm living. And I live a life that's good Yes, I live a life that's good I create a life that's good Yay, Kenneth Gartman, thank you. Yay, welcome. Hey, everybody. It's a... Sunday morning, 11 o'clock, here at Unity Center of Norwalk. And we're happy to, it's like our 16th week in quarantine, I think, uh, on Sunday mornings doing this and Facebook Live. And today's talk is called, Really? Really? How many times have you said that now? You've heard something new. Really? Really? But I thought I would talk about spirituality and some of the spiritual, spiritual stuff that we're learning as we're doing this. And finding out that there's so much that we thought we knew that we were wrong about. And there's other stuff we had no clue about. We said, really? I didn't know that. And I'm so glad to know that. And what we're also finding out is that we are responsible for learning it ourselves, especially in quarantine. There's not a lot of other people teaching us unless we turn on Facebook Live, unless we turn on the radio, unless, unless we open a book in order to find out all these reallys, because otherwise we're just sitting at home alone in our old thoughts, waiting to go back to normal, and we're never going back to normal. There will never be, there will only become a new normal, and then that will change. And then you'll say, really? And, and that really? And, and, and we'll go from there. So I was looking into the back, background of unity. I don't know why the word Christ has been coming to me, and Christians, of all things. In the past, I've said we're not really Christian. And the truth is, we actually are. We actually are. See, I changed, I changed my, my tune, as it were. We are Christian here in unity, perhaps uh, more definitively Christian 
than some of the more evangelical uh, or, or, well, certainly fanatical. Fundamental. Fundamental. That's the word I'm looking for. We get a word from the aside here. Uh, behind a mask. Who is that masked man? Uh, screaming at me here, muffling at me. And, and he, uh, I, I really looked into it and I thought, well, what is a Christian except one that seeks to apply the Christ principles as taught by Jesus? And that's what we do. We, we seek to offer that information, and then we seek to practice that information, and, and uh, hopefully do it. But you, you see, we okay, Lorene? Oh, did I go blurry? Yeah. I apologize. Just tap my face. I did. You got it. There we go. I'd hate for you to miss out on this beauty. And, and so, Christian, uh, a true Christian does not have hell. How about that? A true Christian does not send anybody to an evil place. A true Christian looks for the light where there appears to be darkness in oneself and in our brothers and sisters. A true Christian seeks to know that all beings are supplied for. And a true Christian does not try to one-up. A true Christian does not compete. You know, we're not competing with uh, more fundamentalist uh, churches. Why, why would we do that? And, and most fundamentalist churches have, have a bigger audience than we do. For some reason, hell is a good way to keep an audience. And I don't have that to offer. I don't have guilt. I don't have sin. I, you know, it's, it's why we stay smaller in numbers but hopefully higher in consciousness. Uh, 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 listen to this. I took this uh, off of my friend Mark Hicks' website, and it's, it's from Catherine Ponder, actually. Uh, oh no, this is the Charles Fillmore. What is unity? And Charles Fillmore, Unity's co-founder, said he wrote this on a, Mark has it from a copy of a piece of scrap paper. It says, unity is not a church or sect but a place where the students of Jesus gain a spiritual understanding of the words of Jesus, the parables of Jesus, and the rites of the church. We baptize not with water, but with spirit. Well, nowhere in there is evil mentioned or sin mentioned or any of that stuff. It's uh, Jesus, the Jesus teachings. If you look at the words in red in the Bible, if you have one of those Bibles, you'll see that everything Jesus taught was to expand our consciousness and expand our practice of trusting our source, which we call God, and applying it, applying it in the face of darkness. And we've seen a lot of faces of darkness, but what if we insist on seeing the light? What if we absolutely insist? Because that's what Jesus did. I mean, that was how Jesus practiced and that's how he taught. You know, he just insisted that the light is here and I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it. So. Uh, and then, what is it? Catherine Ponder wrote about Christian, excuse me, practical Christianity. She said, practical Christianity, it works. She wrote a five-page booklet, which you can find on the internet. And, 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 it, and it, what she talks about is the five benefits of practical Christianity. Now, Unity used to be called Unity School for Practical Christianity. I remember the first time that I went to Unity Village, 
And there at the front gates was a big, big sign all lit up. And it said, Unity School for Practical Christianity. And I was so thrilled to get to see that. So incredibly thrilled. And so I, I invite you to look at the old signs. Unity School for Practical Christianity. So what does school imply but education? And what is education, except from the Greek word educare, which means to draw from, forth from without? Or no, from within. To draw forth, which means what we're doing is reminding people of what they already knew. We're reminding each other and reminding everyone. We're just drawing it from within. When I first came to Unity, I remember I would hear things in classes. And I, and I would think, I know that. How do I know that? I don't know how I know that because it certainly wasn't spoken about in our house. So, it's a, but I know this. I know this teaching, and I thought, oh, that must be what truth is. Capital T, truth is that it's the kind of stuff that we know and can't not be changed. And so to go from there to, oh, okay, give me more then, please. I want more. I want more of this information so that I don't have to doubt ever again. I wanted to. I wanted to see how all religions could work together you know what are the parts of spiritual teachings christian teachings jewish teachings greek all the different kinds of teachings what do they have in common i remember we went to amy semple mcpherson's church out in echo park in los angeles and david and kathy lee had written a musical about amy semple mcpherson and i was a big fan she was a, a pentecostal evangelist now a lot of their stuff i you know it's, it's a little much for me or it's, it's it's either a little much or not enough but i wanted to see her her temple the angelus temple it's at five thousand people and in her day she created the mega church back in the 1920s and 30s and she had five services on a sunday that were all full that's twenty five thousand people in one day but she had like 37 services a week and above her pulpit were, were the words jesus christ the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I thought that had, I mean, it's a Bible quote, but I, I, how is that true for us? And so I came back and I looked up Jesus Christ and redid my, redid my uh, searching. And what I realized, oh, well, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. In unity, we have Jesus the man. We have Jesus Christ, the risen man. And then we have Christ Jesus, the or no, Jesus Christ is the awakened man, and Christ Jesus is the awakened man, or the risen man. And if you want to know more about that, truthunity.net, and you will find out more information about that. But Jesus Christ is the awakened man. Well, the awakened man is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so we have that in common with, I mean, she was a masterful teacher, and she certainly applied healing principles. She did laying on of hands and things. I don't do a lot of laying on a lot of hands, but I know people who have. I've been known to have instantaneous healing, so I know that's a possibility yesterday, today, and forever. So how do we look at that? Because some would say, really? Really? You believe in that stuff? I have a good friend back in Pennsylvania who's now watching my daily spirituality, and uh, he watches our Sunday services now. He does not come from this background, and for a long time he said, mm, no, I don't, I don't buy it. I don't. And now that he's been watching on a regular basis, and I'll tell you why he's watching on a regular basis, because it feels like I'm there at home with him visiting. And that's why he turns it on now. He gets a piece of Sean, because he likes Sean. I don't blame him. I'm wonderful. And so... He 
he watches it and he said, oh, I liked your talk today. That was good. That made sense to me. You know, once you see how practical it is what we, we talk about, it's not so woo-woo and it's not so strange. It's really quite practical. So you say, oh, really? That's lovely. It's a big difference between really and oh, really? And, 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 I, and I do appreciate that. So Catherine Ponder, who's written so many of the prosperity books for the Unity Movement, she was really the original prosperity teacher. They became her whole focus many years ago. And so she wrote a five-page essay listing five benefits of practical Christianity and explains what they are. Here are her points. I'm not reading the whole five pages. Practical Christianity works because it gives us an understanding of the true nature of God. Practical Christianity works because it stands for redemption of the whole man, spirit, soul, and body. Practical Christianity works because it stands for the establishment of the kingdom of heaven upon the earth in our lives right here and now. And practical Christianity works because it shows us how to pray in a simple way that brings results through the use of affirmative words followed by a meditative silence. That's fantastic. It, it's, it's just so simple. It's just so practical. You know, it, to apply practically, inst or instead of practically applying it. And, and so to look at, it, at this stuff in a different way and say, oh, this is actually quite easy because it's so simple. The only part that makes it hard would be my resistance. And if you recall, I talked about it on my show yesterday and uh, several times on Sundays that there are only two experiences willingness and resistance only two willingness and resistance and so look at your day look at your choices look at your am i uh, willing or am i resistant you know one of my favorite questions to ask is do you spend more time a day praying or worrying now, I, yeah, I, it's, it, yeah, when you think about that, oh my goodness, I spend more time worrying. I didn't know that. But what if I spent at least as much time a day praying? You know, let's advance it. So I'm at the very least equal. But if I could tip the scale and pray more frequently and with more time given per day to prayer, conscious prayer with, with the God of my understanding of life and love and wisdom and intelligence than I do worrying that there's an absence of that God, an absence of that good. Imagine that. Imagine if I spent more time a day affirming the good of God, affirming the good of my brothers and my sisters than I do criticizing them, whether I do it personally or, you know, in my own head or I do it on Facebook, but to affirm life and love and wisdom in every cell, every tissue of my body. You know, I've been singing those silly songs, which people are starting to sing around their house. I've had, you don't know how many complaints I got at the beginning. Oh, Sean, please don't sing that song again. And now I'm hearing, I, I sing that all day. <laughs> I know I'm live, learn to wake enthusiast. They sing it all day, every little cell in my body. They're singing it and they're, they're doing well because of it, because it interrupts. You know, at the beginning, when I'd sing that song, I, I, every little song, I'd hear, really? I heard from a lot of people, really? Kenneth, you may have said that a couple of, really? <laughs> yeah. But really? You're going to sing that song again? Yeah. I'm going to sing. I'm not, I don't have to sing it today that I know of. So far, the Spirit has not overtaken me. Kenneth has new songs today. New old, new old familiar songs that we love. And uh, he can play them and remember them. And so... 
he gets carte blanche for that, more or less. <laughs> we discuss it first. We do discuss it first. And, and, and it's like, okay, we want familiar songs, familiar songs. Okay, let's go with that, that, and that. Okay, so, so let's have fun with this rather than really. So I'm going to read one last thing to you. I'm, excuse me, I'm going to get my microphone stand. Holy Spirit's interpretation of the New Testament, which you probably cannot see when I hold up. It's probably too, too much light for it. But this, this passage from Luke chapter 9, verse 18, it says, You are the Christ because the Christ of God is within you. And it is Christ that is your true self. This is the health within. This is the light that shines its healing rays throughout your mind, shining away all sickness in every form. Do you like that? Does that seem practical and workable to you? Do you want that active and present in your mind, in your body, in your relationships? You are the Christ because the Christ of God is within you. And it is Christ that is your true self. This is the health within. This is the light that shines its healing rays throughout your mind, shining away all sickness and every form. Peace be with you, my brother and sister, for you are the blessed one. Put your faith with me, meaning Holy Spirit, focused upon your reality. It is this reality we seek to remember. Do not be afraid of what must come before you are to remember. There is nothing that can hurt when your mind stays focused with spirit. I am your constant companion and I lead you through all things. And so, as you go through your day, remember, you are responsible for asking. You are responsible for seeking within yourself. I am responsible for seeking within myself. Take a breath. We give thanks for our willingness to know God. So it is. Amen.